Pickaxe. Arc 3, episode 14 of the DNR Podcast is brought to you today by you lovely people over at patreon.com slash d-a-n-d-r. There are now two bonus games being posted each month on our Patreon at the $15 tier. To check all of those out, please head over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash d-a-n-d-r to find out more. Previously for Group A, after getting in a fight with some vampires outside of Dunhurst, Ubo was bitten. With the infection spreading and Ubo knowing he was going to die, the group had little time to talk about it because of another skirmish inside the Divide. With all of that handled, it's time to deal with the elephant in the room. And that's where we pick up things today. Where we go around the table and introduce ourselves. I'm Jason. I'm the Dungeon Master. Going around the table, start with Rob. Hey, this is Rob. I play Ubo, the half-orc druid of the mountain. And Susan. Hey, I'm Susan, and I play Madeline Riowin, the human cleric. And Xavier. Hello, I'm Xavier, and I play Donovan, the human fighter. And Kelsey. I'm Kelsey, and I play Aster, the elf archer. And James. Hey, James. I play Masoka, the half-elf rogue. And last and certainly not least, the one-point wonder, Michael. Hey, hey, I'm Michael, and I play Amvin, the half-elf wizard that is somehow alive. <laughs> <laughs> I highly recommend that you watch the behind-the-scenes the video, because otherwise you'd never believe us, and I would completely understand. Guys, last time... Uh, things of the, the divide. This this trip around has been more complicated, I think, than the than the first time through. Uh, you made it through the first time with no issues. It's a bit more complicated now. You have a young vampire ward in your care. You have been uh, Ubo's been bitten by a vampire. You managed to chase off the last remaining uh vampire that you got into a scrape with. They've darted into the trees and are presumably gone. You rescued a woman from orcs who was looking for her son, and you uh, you gave quarter to a couple of orcs, allowing them to go back to their camp. Let's pick things up there. It's still nighttime in the Divide. It is the 28th of Varior. My understanding was that uh, you guys were going to make your way to the other side, get to Dern Hollow? I think it was, but... Uh, especially since uh, Ubo got bitten, uh, what Donovan would bring up to the group is that, hey, might, we might as well like investigate 
Masoka's not vision, but like his divine information that we can probably gather a cure for uh, Father White if we if we forage in these oh, parts. I we're, completely forgot about that. Were we going to do that, or did we leave that with someone else? You did inform people back uh, in Aubrey, and mm-hmm. you uh, you kind of pin that on somebody else. You let them know that, hey, this isn't natural. Uh, this is more of a man-made thing, and you might want to invest some time and money into these things, and then you left. Whether they get to that or not is kind of up to them at this point. You guys are a ways away, but if that's where you guys want to get to, then we could start you on your way. Did Masoka tell us about the vision? Excellent question. I don't remember. Because if not, then this is moot. <laughs> yeah, that's true, yeah. <laughs> well, okay. Probably beyond, old, like Maddie. Beyond yeah. Aubrey, here's your... Here, here's the current situation for the group. Mm. You have you have a Clifford, you have a Trent. You have a bitten teammate who's very distraught. And I let's fast forward a little bit. Let's say that you are you've been out of this fight and you're 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 together now. Um Masoka is caught up on the Ubo situation, and I would imagine you guys are taking a, at least a short rest, right? Get get close to the road and and Yeah, well like where like, how far away are we from being out of the divide? Because we might just want to go ahead and, like, get a little bit away from here and then just camp in general. Well, I just <laughs> shared a map with you guys. We're right at the beginning. <laughs> what is that little circle? That's the purple circle. That's you. Uh, oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> how do we get back to the map if we accidentally closed it? No yeah. reason asking for a friend. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, there it is. Hmm, the next closest <laughs> place is uh, the Bugal encampment. Um, uh, I think you're skipping over Donhurst. <laughs> well, yeah, there's that too. But we just, yeah, yeah. So, how long does it take to get to? Uh... Oh, to go through the fall. Fo- well, at yeah. this rate, years. But um... <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> uh, if if you guys moved briskly, you'd probably be there. Um, you'd be there in a few days. Okay. I'm, I'm just thinking, like, we've just all been through a lot, and maybe yeah. it's time to just take a night or whatever. And Yeah, do we want to discuss, uh, and I guess in character maybe, but like out, out, just just outside of hearing range for uh, from a uh, cliff, just like, do you, do you guys think we should be moving at night now? Should we be resting during the day to make sure... We don't take unnecessary risks for Clifford and possibly Ubo. Was Ubo within the group that you pulled away? Mm, I don't think he was, no. I changed my mind. Ubo is also a bit of (laughs) a... So we just, like, noticeably leave only Ubo out of the adults' conversation. So what are they, sitting at the kids' table? What's going on? (laughs) (laughs) No, Ubo's there, and he, he... Still, like, out of respect, like, maybe you both do. Just lowering his voice. You know. I don't know if they cover up. Are they okay in the daytime? We should probably 
switch to nocturnal schedule for now, just to be sure. Yeah. Yeah, daylight and vampires do not mix. What time of night is it? Boy, uh, let's say at this point we're like three in the morning. Okay. So maybe we should head on for about an hour or so just to get away from the place where a bunch of like fighting and noise and blood was spilled and then set up camp. Yeah. I'm afraid we'd get jumped by some whatever surprise the divide has for us again, but I'm sure we can probably push just a little bit more and then call it a night. At this point, I think our chances of getting jumped are more likely if we stay here. It really probably is just a coin flip at this point, so... I, I trust your call. I guess we should start moving. Um, and before we move, um, Aster's gonna actually, uh, like, take something out of their pack, which I totally didn't know they had last session. And they're going to hand, um, Trent, um, their, uh, hand crossbow, which they had, apparently. <gasps> oh, he's gonna be very appreciative. And it's, it, I, okay, I do believe... <clears throat> Not to take up a bunch of time, but I do believe he'd kind of give you like a meaningful nod. It's like, hey, thanks, because a couple hours ago, you guys were seriously given the cold shoulder. And mm -hmm. the, this kind of means it's like, hey, thank you. Like, yeah. I, yeah, yeah, I could do stuff. Thanks. Yeah, like Astro will hand it over to him. Just be like, you helped in the last fight. You were good, and I don't really have a use for this anyway, so... Don't know how much good it'll do you, but if you're used to range stuff, it's better than a dagger. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. He's gonna, he's gonna have it all ready to go. Ah, oh, squeak. <laughs> yeah. I'm just adding that to his inventory. You can get rid of it for mine. I guess I don't know how to yeah. do that. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, Masoka will see that, I think, and uh, and he'll say, uh, uh, "Here, I got something for you too." And he will throw him a bar of soap. <laughs> wow! Couldn't just let him have it, huh? Couldn't, couldn't just let him have the moment. Just <laughs> yeah. Asher's face was, was like, 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 you're like very kind of like more like serious, like, yes, like you did good, like it's the thing. And then they just like crack into like a grin and start <laughs> laughing. <laughs> so funny. Under the circumstances, I don't think you would take too much offense because, yeah. you know, yeah, even with press the digitation, I think you're like, you, you know what? It. Let's just be safe. You know, let's just. Yeah. So. He did go through a sewer. That's true. He did. He did go through a sewer. And to be honest, his hygiene in the gang wasn't amazing before that. So. Oh, Masoka's done him a great favor. Yeah. Fair. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> All right. So let's give you guys a short rest. How about that? Does anyone want to spend some? Uh... <laughs> oh, I'm going to spend some hit die. Yeah. Kind of figured. I don't. 
I didn't get hit, which is crazy, but uh, I'm going to use Arcane Recovery and to regain some spell slots. All right. So you want to push through till dawn, basically, and then sleep during the day is what I hear. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's move your your tracker here. I would say in those few hours, you would get a bit further down the road. <laughs> And I'm expecting you guys to move briskly. Like you're, you're like, okay, we're burning. Well, not daylight, but you know, moonlight, <laughs> and let's go. So, how are you setting this up? Because I, okay, Clifford understands sunlight bad. Um, are you guys setting up tents? Are you? How are you? I, I imagine you're looking for a shady spot to begin with, but the sun yeah. moves. Is there any chance there would be, like, abandoned shacks or anything like that hmm. you know along what? the roadway? Uh, who's spotting? Who would you say is uh, is spotting a place for you guys to camp? Checking stuff out. Um, probably Ubo. Yeah, Ubo can certainly... Well, he doesn't have perception, but he has uh, nature and survival. Yeah, give me a survival. Okay. Fourteen. Okay. So with that, you have two options. One, you have uh, a cave, which uh, it appears to go, you know, it it appears to go on for a while. Near that, though, um, within about an eighth of a mile, there's an old abandoned hunting shack. Uh, There's cobwebs sitting around and stuff like that. There, There appears to be a bunch of a bunch of signs that this hasn't been used in quite a while. It's not huge, obviously. It's just a little hunting house, but um, I mean, it'll keep the sun off of you. Perfect. Yeah, I think we go for that, huh? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah let's, let's do that. I would imagine as a traveler, um, whenever you're in a situation like this, it's kind of weird because you're not breaking into somebody's house, but it has all those feelings attached to it, where it's like, this is someone else's bed, and look, there's, you know, old dried meat they didn't eat, and here's some cookware, and stuff like that. Like, weird, like, here's a, you know, uh, a wood stove, and stuff like that. Like, there's there's little creature comforts that are nice to have. Oh, this is great. The Aster's perfectly comfortable with this. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> they are, they're like a million times more comfortable with this with being in here than they were in the Countess's really fancy, nice place. So. That, well, that's fair, yes. There's no one, like, overtly threatening you. Well, oh, yeah. <laughs> but not even that. Just, just the, the general decor. And, like. Right. More rustic. You're more of a Ron Swanson person. Okay. <laughs> can, can I check to see, like, if I can see anything that seems like things have been like people's been here recently or like if anything seems like oh we could expect someone to come back or is it like totally abandoned even like like, like someone's been like hanging out here or like squatters right. yeah uh, give me a perception perception here we go nice i would say all the signs that you're seeing point to this um Either uh, this was like a, a little hangout spot for somebody, or people were using it as a as their main hunting spot, and maybe animals migrated, or maybe they retired, or maybe they died. Like who knows? Mm. 
Uh, but this seems to be a place that's been fairly abandoned. Like, I would imagine you got to brush some spider webs off of furniture to use it. Um, and there might even be a, a few woodland creatures, a squirrel, a raccoon, something like that. You just get out of here. Get out of here. Okay. Then after I scurry those little animals out of there, uh, I want to set up my silk thread and make an alarm around the building just to be extra safe. I love that in the eight seconds you've been here, <laughs> you already have a home security system. <laughs> I don't have that, and I've lived here for five years. So. <laughs> don't advertise that, Jason. Ah, that you have it. That's <laughs> well, I'm not going to give my address. There we go. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I have a guard jeep, so it's fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And whatever Pippin is. Um, okay. So you're you're going to sleep through the day here. And I would imagine that... Let's give everybody a long rest. Oh, there we go. Yay! Uh, how about that? Nice. Oop, there Spell we go. Slots. Yay! Yay! <laughs> Gorgeous. Beautiful. Um, there was something I, I might have wanted to do before we slept, but... Hit me. Uh, just a little convo with Clifford. Oh, yeah. Clifford. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Okay. Um, so if we can back up just a sec. Um, Ahsoka will, wherever Clifford is, get down to uh, talk eye to eye to him. Um, <clears throat> so, you get cravings, something like that. Are you in control? He's going to look at you for for a few seconds. Oh, it, is this the talk? Because I already had that. Like, I know, I know all about that stuff. <laughs> um, Mazoga's just confused. <laughs> <laughs> He's never got that talk. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm talking about... Uh, Food. You know, like blood. Yeah, he's gonna, he's gonna kind of, uh, he's gonna clam up a little bit and just like shake his head up and down, like, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so uh, how long can you go? Well, I'm kind of hungry now. Okay. Um, what, uh, what do you eat? Blood. I, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, from what? Uh, well, well, it's usually animals. Okay. Okay, that's good. Um, do you need some? I can go get you something. I mean, if we were going hunting, that would be great. I, I don't need much. Okay, okay. Let's, uh... Hmm... Let's see if the big guy wants to come with us. Just in case. Um, I don't want a repeat of what just happened. <laughs> and, uh, here, that, uh, that little ice pick you got, that's not gonna work. Take this. And he is going to, uh, unsheath Topo 
and flip it around and hand it to him. Oh my god. <laughs> Are you giving this kid a fist weapon? That's awesome! <laughs> so it's a, lo- it's a loner, for now. Clifford's hand is just small enough that this looks a little ridiculous on his fist. <laughs> Excellent. It's not comical, but it's it's just it's 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 one of those things like I'll grow into this. Okay. Oh, he won't. It, <laughs> oh, oh my god, you're right. God, god, Xavier. Ah, uh, she's a monster for what she did. <laughs> uh, he is going to almost run over to Ubo. Do you want to go hunting? Me and Masoka, we're going to go hunting. This is... <laughs> this is Clifford saying this to me? Yes, this would be Clifford. Uh, you know, Ubo just... Ubo just basically, like, looks at Clifford for a brief moment and then looks away and just stares off into the middle of the distance. Um, he, d- he doesn't... He doesn't, like, you know, scold him or anything, but he just... He just looks away. So, uh, yeah, I think there'd be a few seconds where it's like, oh, he's thinking about it. Oh, he's not going to get back to me about this. Okay. <laughs> like, he's going to just kind of, like, let it go after probably a good ten seconds of utter cringeworthy silence. <laughs> is, is this just, like, in, like, the... Yeah, I imagine you guys are settling down in the shack, putting your stuff down, checking out the digs, yeah, brushing away cobwebs, and, you know... Yeah, Aster will kind of notice that this happening and walk over and just be like, I'll, I'll come with the two of you, kid. I got experience hunting in the woods and stuff. He is not taking <laughs> these these wooden knucks off. He has every intention of punching a deer to death. <laughs> God! <laughs> <laughs> like, if he can catch up to it... Like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> This is the shortest episode of a, like, how did they become a serial killer episode? (laughs) (laughs) It was Masoka. The opening credits call, you're like, oh, yeah, no, this makes sense. (laughs) 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 At least it's animals, man. Like, Mm. he could have learned a lot Mm. worse. Mm, wrong crowd. Yeah, I'm honestly surprised. I thought for sure it's going to be like, what do you eat? People. (laughs) People, of course. Uh. These are fictional animals. No real animals were hurt in the making of this. <laughs> so, let's go hunting. Um, I, I get. I guess I gotta give. I gotta give Clifford a weapon here. Hold on a second. I just gave him one. I'm good. Well, I mean, yes, but I mean stats wise. Oh, you gotta put it in there. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So... And just as just as a refresher, this is a uh, a metal knuckles with a dagger fashioned onto it, right? It, what it is is they are polished wood. We actually have artwork of them with these little serrated points that come out of each of the knuckles. Hold on a second, I have artwork. I'll just. <laughs> I thought a uh, uh, Masoka got them custom with the. Dagger on them yeah, or something. Like... I got the... Well, it was the knuckles he found in the cave. Mm-hmm. 
in the hideout there and then yeah had them attached to one of his daggers oh yes 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 <laughs> imagine like a rope tied to it like oh yeah just little twine just... yeah <laughs> like the handle's taken off a dagger and then there's just a dagger on it <laughs> wasn't it uh was it artemis he had to it yeah yeah so it's probably done well yeah he made some fancy red scale uh armor if i remember correctly he did that none of that crew is wearing anymore <laughs> nope <laughs> Uh, where are you in my... Oh, wait, I got you. Hold on. Let's see, maybe that armor's hung up at House Dragon Cube. Oh, yeah, for sure. Next to our portraits. <laughs> With red X's over the ones who are gone. <laughs> oh, just X's in their eyes. <laughs> oh, nice. Ooh. Oh, nice. Yeah, you could punch a deer to death with those. Some good rendering. Yeah. Look at that wood. Yeah, look at that wood grain. Mm. So those were totally meant to punch throats. Uh... (laughs) Knuckles are too big for my screen. (laughs) All right. So. You going hunting? Who's taking the lead? I imagine it's Aster. Uh, yeah, probably. Okay. Da, 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 da. Um, hmm. Let's do a survival check with assistance. So, give me a, 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 a survival with advantage. Okay. Oh, 23. <laughs> <Beautiful>. Okay. <clears throat> so, let's see. <laughs> so, okay, here's what's going to happen. Aster's going to spot. Give me a 1d4, because I don't know what this is going to be yet. Okay. Oh Aster's going to spot a bear. Oh my god! Now, the good news is, this bear could feed the crew. Yeah. Um, the bad news is, it's a bear. How much does the bear weigh? Shush. <laughs> <laughs> I was just typing that. How dare you? This is young Claudius. You come into my house. (laughs) (laughs) You spot two bears. Um, No. uh, So now you have a couple of options. You could take a, you could just, uh, uh, with a 23, you completely have the drop on this bear. Now you can choose to really nail it with an arrow or you can try and flesh it out so that Clifford can take a swing at it. Clifford, by the way, is strangely unfazed. Like it's like, yeah, let's let's do it. Let's let's yeah, go. That, that doesn't surprise me at all. <laughs> like maybe he doesn't understand the danger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my, my thinking is take the chance to hit it with the arrow because it's not gonna. Like he'll probably still get a chance to punch it. Like right. Like. 
Yeah, so that's probably what I'm going to do. to tr- Try and make it more likely so that when he does run up and punch it, he doesn't just die. <laughs> that is fair. Totally fair. So, give me a favor. Give me an attack. Just an attack? Yep, and if you if you land the hit, it's crit damage. Ooh. Oh yeah, that's twenty-two. So, um, okay. give me give me crit damage here. Oh, beautiful, seventeen damage. So, yeah, this bear that's going to stagger it, right? It's like, mm-hmm. like it. You caught it right in the neck, somewhere in there. But this bear is going to let loose a roar, and it's going to start charging toward Aster. <laughs> Clifford is going Bush. to be on the side of these bushes, like. He figured you were gonna, you know, it's like, yeah, yeah, you run it toward me, like that type of thing. And it's like, okay, okay, this is good too. He's adjusting on the flies, keeping his head on the swivel. Yeah, yeah, I gotta get him used to that. <laughs> he is going to leap at this bear and try God. to attack. Now, just like his role model, Masoka, <laughs> he's gonna attempt an acrobatics check. What is the, the size difference between him and the bear? Just... Much. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> so this bear is probably a good six and a half feet tall if it stood up God. on its hind legs. Clifford is not. <laughs> <laughs> Clifford's a backpack to this bear at best. Like a really small backpack. <laughs> exactly. So, oh my God. Okay, here uh-huh. we go. So here comes, here comes... So, as long as he hits a 14 or higher, he's going to land on the back of this bear. Here we go. 13! He's going to leap out at this bear. This bear's going to hit him like a bus, and in midair, he's going to cartwheel head over ass and just land shoulder first on the ground. You're just going to hear this... Like... And the bear is going to continue to charge at Aster. God. Aster, you can make another attack if you'd like. Okay, well, I gotta do something. Too. Oh, yes, actually, I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so good, just watches him a lot. That's right. Just Boys go gotta ahead. learn. <laughs> You're gonna copy me? Yeah, okay. Um, that could be you, Masoka. Just never. Just never. <laughs> 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 thing, but actually, like, do it successfully. <laughs> Oh, but I'm thinking right now, the bear is charging. I think Masoko will pull out his bow, mm-hmm. his fine bow, and, and try to nail this thing square between the eyes. I know you're not going for that, but the fact that you're eating while doing this just sounds so, like, it's like, yeah, whatever. I didn't <laughs> <laughs> even notice that. It was just an M&M. I'm sorry. <laughs> Excuse me. You're fine. Okay. Yes, he will try to hit him with the fine bow. Okay. Let's um, do it. So he was probably watching Aster mm-hmm. uh, to sort of pick up on their technique. And uh, so he'll try to mimic as well. And hopefully do better than, uh, than Clifford. Um, what am I going for here? Uh, just give me a regular old attack. Okay. 
Oh, yeah, that'll hit. 18. Excellent. Well, it hit where I wanted it to. Where'd you want to hit it? Between the eyes. I'll say sure. Oh. <laughs> okay. Because sure. it's charging face first at you, honestly. Like, you got you got a decent chance of doing that. This is, like, it's closing the gap. So let's, yeah, yeah. that's fine. Now roll for regular damage. <laughs> <laughs> Ten will drop this bear, so this bear will come charging and just kind of, uh, like, hit chin first and kind of skid on the ground and roll over to its side. Uh, at, at about that time, uh, Clifford's going to get up and try to dust himself off and try to act like it's like, that didn't hurt, it's fine. Like, just try to <laughs> try to tough it out and... Um, he is clearly hurt. Like, just, like, after yeah, like, like, squint at him and he kind of, like, glance at Masoka and just, like, vampires, like, heal good, right? Like, he'll be fine? Uh, oh, yeah, he's a tough kid. Uh, it's gotta be a little weird. Because I think both of you know, you're, you're experienced enough in the world to know that if that were a regular 12-year-old boy, he'd be super dead right now. <laughs> <laughs> Just collapsed chest. Yeah, yeah <laughs> like, he'd, he'd fold in on himself, like... Um, and he's going to approach this bear and try to pull back some of the fur around, like, the, the back of the neck area, and he's gonna kind of look at both of you. I, I really don't want to be watched while I do this. Do you want a knife for the fur? Or something. He's got okay. one. He does. He does have. So okay. <laughs> he's trying to save face. And he's like, Nah, man, I'm tough. I got this. I'm gonna just put you. Know, and let's say you do kind of like give him some privacy because he he hearkens yeah. this to almost like going to the bathroom. It's like, hey, I just give me. I'm occupado. Like, yeah, just, I mean, if a kid asks for privacy, like, yeah, yeah, totally. So you're gonna hear him. Like, try to open his mouth wide enough to get this bear's neck in his face. Like, over and over again, like, either he's ramping up to it, or he's, like, then you're going to hear, as he tries to get through the hide of this bear. And, like, the front area is where they're, like, most thick-skinned, because that's yeah. where they fight from, so it's just, like, buddy. This is the awkward vampire adolescence drama that I never knew I needed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sympathetic for this kid now. U- Ubo doesn't care, but... <laughs> so, should you, like, do something or just let him figure it out? <laughs> Are we just know. listening at this point? I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know what else probably turn a little bit and like yeah. look at Aster and be like... <laughs> yeah, they just kind of like, uh, like, this is awkward. Yeah. But eventually... Uh, you, you doing okay back there? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and eventually, he's going to get a tooth through. God. And, um... Yeah, he's 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 going to drink. And if you give like he's he has yet to 
hone in on the uh, the delicate nature of feeding. So he's probably kind of his mouth kind of covered in blood, like he like oh yeah yeah you know what I mean? Like just kind of like it's kind of spilled his onto his shirt and stuff. He's trying to like wipe it off, but at the same time, he's also like oh man, this poor kid. Okay, it's that I'm 12 and I'm I'm helping I'm helping my folks fix the car like I'm holding the flashlight like very like he's trying to fit in and he's oh just like God oh. he and Masoka's the, the the Spider-Man picture yes <laughs> yes yes exactly <laughs> and he's really trying so like he'd probably revel in the fact that it's like yeah messy like just but it's fucking blood and he shouldn't probably like flaunt that. <laughs> You'd also notice that instantly his injuries are starting to heal up. Yeah, that tracks. Yeah, when they finally turn back around, that's just kind of sighs, like, oh great, we're going to have to dump him in the river. But, <laughs> but they will give him a big thumbs up, like, good job, bud. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you're bringing back bear meat for yeah. for everyone. Everyone's going to eat hearty. You're, you're in a warm, dry, relatively safe place. The sun is off of you. Um, cabin probably heats up a little bit during the day, but hey, this is a pretty damn nice space to, to be stopping. No one bursts into flames. <laughs> no one bursts into flames. Trent would already uh, claim the bed and um, kick his feet up and, and probably take his boots off. Wait, he claimed the bed? The bed, yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, if no one stops him. No, let him rest. He needs it. <laughs> He's had a rough day. <laughs> his his utter comfort, it's like, I got it. I, I'm, I'm claiming the bed. Like, just... All right. Next day, <laughs> the 29th. There <laughs> you are. Well, next night. Um, so, after the sun sets. So, is, is Ubo feeling any symptom onsets or anything? Well, you're not feeling good. Uh, uh, it usually presents as uh, almost uh, like flu-like symptoms at first, probably some stomach like nausea, things like that, and that's going to get worse quickly. So that's that's, a, that's something I kind of wanted to bring up. Give me a con save. Let's okay. see how bad it is. Oh, geez, another image was opened, and now I'm really disoriented. Okay, oh, hold sorry. on. Yeah. Get those nucks off there. All right. Um, con save. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! The, uh, that that the, the dice are just telling me it, it's Ubo's time. Yeah. No. Well, that's a four with a modifier. Uh, yeah, Ubo's gonna look pretty rough. Probably, uh, probably cold sweats. Uh, probably very upset to his stomach. Like for anybody who would be familiar with vampirism, you know it's a death sentence. Like you are going to die. the The trick is you get reborn as something else. But uh, essentially, this virus is going to break down all of your all of your organs' functionality and then reanimate you. But uh, this is acting fast, even for vampirism. Like your body's just giving it. Yeah, Donovan would really be at like Ubo's side before all that time, like trying to, like asking you, like, hey, can I, can I get you anything, Ubo? Can I, can I get you some water? Um, 
Man, what is he? I'm, I'm just trying to think of what Ubo even says to that. Um, uh, Ubo. Um, Ubo says, um, water will not help. Nothing will help now. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll still do my best, man. I have to help you. you. You just need to hold on until we get to Aubrey. And we'll figure something out. If you want to help, be ready to help me die. Even if you've given up on life, I haven't given up on you yet. Ubo. Uh, when you say that to him, he, he turns his head and looks you in the eyes with uh, pretty much absolute resolve. And it kind of waits for a moment if, if Clifford is not looking at him and points at Clifford and says quietly to Donovan, says, I will not go on like that. Maybe there's a way. Maybe if we can get Father White back on his feet, maybe he can help you. I'm holding on to that. Then he had better recover quickly because I will not drink blood to live. I'm ready to give you my blood if if that comes to that. I'll, cl- I'll gladly give you my blood, Ubo. It is if not can... about giving. I will not do it. I will not become this thing that cheats what it is to live. Um, Donovan will nod and he'll stand back up and he'll quietly walk away. Shall we get moving? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. All right. Let's see if we can cover some ground. I have a suggestion. Oh? What if you, we used one of those um, those travel dice? What? <laughs> let, me not, let me put that out there. Uh, I have a feeling that everyone forgot about the old travel die that I... Yeah, uh, absolutely. I, yeah, I so did. let me just throw it out there for everybody. Um, travel die act pretty much like inspiration, where every once in a while I will give you a travel die. They stack, you can accumulate them however you like, but if you spend one while you're traveling, you can roll a d4 and just skip whatever days come up. So if you roll a 3, you've been traveling for 3 days, and there are only little minor things that happen that are story-wise, but no combat. Sounds like a good idea. How many do we have? You got one. How do we get them? I decide when to give them. It's just like inspiration. (laughs) Gotcha. When you guys work together as a team, or uh, overcome Mm. something as a group, boom. Cool. I think this is a good time to use them. Yeah, it seems what? fitting, considering yeah. we're in a rush. Okay. I feel like we'd be, like, running. What about gathering those uh, ingredients? Mm. You can do that in the divide. Can we use a travel die and say, oh, you collected everything in those oh, four no. days? Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> it's called <laughs> so, travel so, die. So, 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 that, so collecting the ingredients is going to be more on our way from Dern Hollow to Aubrey. Yeah, mostly. Okay, cool. And so right now we're just okay. trying to get through the... 
Now, I do want to make it clear, this does not negate Ubo's illness. Yeah. No. yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah but it'll yeah. put the focus <clears throat> on it. Yeah. Um, you guys are traveling by cart, right? Uh, I think we left that in Dunhurst. Did you leave? Oh, you did? That's right. Cause... Oh, right. We didn't go back to uh, check out. <laughs> That's true. You didn't. Oh, well. By Shame. foot it is. <sighs> Shall we? Who wants to be the first person on the show to roll a travel die? Xavier brought it up. So. I think, you know yep. what? Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Give me a flat D4. All right. Here we go. Yes. Ooh. That's a four. Ooh. That is beautiful. Congrats. Thank you. <clears throat> um, For this trip, could you do me a favor, Hubo, and give me one more con save? I need to know some stuff. <laughs> okay. Please roll high. Okay. That's all right. It's That's a 15. Well, each day of this journey, if the good news is, it appears the worst of these symptoms for Ubo appeared on that first night, right? You guys are getting ready. He's He just looks terrible. His hair is like moppy, wet with sweat, and he appears sluggish. Uh, he probably has... He probably has a, a, a point of exhaustion, and then the next night, too, and like, it's it's just... It's not looking great, but he doesn't look exponentially worse with each day. Here's the thing. I'm going to move you down the road. You are going to move through the divide, and you're you're obviously there will be a few events here and there. You're going to hear sights and sounds. There are bodies hanging in trees. It is not a nice place. But for the most part, it's relatively um uneventful. You will see uh, you will see a sight as you walk by, and I'm I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give you an option to to do something. Do you remember Pearl, um, the the mom looking for her son? Mm. Oh yes. Mm -hmm. Well, you're gonna see her on the road again. Uh oh. And she did find her son, and she's she's kind of like cradling him, like like you know, um, he is uh, he's taller than her. He also appears to be in his um, early 20s. <laughs> Is he dead? No. Uh, she's just talking to him like a baby. Oh, no. No, that's unfortunate. Yeah. I don't like this. How, how, how does Not... he look? Ah, okay. When I say... I uh, Here's, look. When I say like a baby, I don't mean like you know like a weird sex thing I mean <laughs> I was trying to phrase that in a way that wasn't that but I couldn't think of it. Uh, it's more she's very coddling and um just tell me she's not feeding him oh no oh okay no. good not while walking <laughs> I don't know where you were going no 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 stop no. making it weird guys <laughs> it's natural it's natural she's Hover mom of Theria. Yes, and he's not rejecting that. Ugh. He he would probably let's see how bad it is. Jesus, maybe this is gonna get bad. Let's see. Okay. <laughs> oh my god! Oh I just rolled a crit one. 
Oh, it was terrible, Mommy. It was... There were there were orcs everywhere, and I heard bad noises, and... It's... And, like, as you guys are traveling by, because they're probably walking very slow, because he's got... He's, like, uh, he's like 6'2", and he's bending over to be coddled by Mom as they're walking down. So... He's not even pulling back is the worst thing. He sees you coming and still keeps talking like that. There's not an ounce of pride in this person. And it's just, ugh. Clifford would look at him and like, oh, what a bitch. Like, just, like just, <laughs> <laughs> probably not say that, but just like, ugh. like, oh, just. <laughs> I love Clifford. <laughs> <laughs> it's like have some dignity, man. Like that kind of thing. But yeah, no, that's uh so that happy ending. Blood down his shirt. <laughs> well, I'm glad we almost died to rescue that. No, we Look, did a good thing. It was good. Yes, it was still a good thing. Those two are reunited. Everything's great. How did we never start? have to see or talk to them ever again. I, I almost want to approach them just to get the story, but I <laughs> also can. think we'd all just all be disgusted and sort of like turn the other way so they don't recognize us yeah. she don't make eye contact don't make eye contact yeah. no. <laughs> just tell him there's a fee for saving him And <laughs> do you think that kid has money do you think he has a job no I'm talking about him it's her oh oh okay just <laughs> oh man poor kid anyway um Oh, he's an adult now. I know, you're right. He's not a kid. He's twenty. <laughs> Canonically, he's 21, which is well over the legal age. And Theriel, like, he's fine. Mentally, he's seven. Yeah. Anywho. Wow. Four days are going to go by. And you guys are going to reach the town of Dern Hollow. Holy shit, I can't believe it. Yay! How easy was that? Travel die! Yeah, alright. Time Good travel! Good job, Xavier. Uh, you know, doing my best. You're going to come rolling in on the fourth night uh, at about three in the morning. And Ubo does not look good. Like, I think there's a harsh truth that you're all going to have to face, and that is he is not going to make it to Aubrey. What would you guys like to do? Hmm. Is there a is there a church in Dern Dern Hollow? Yeah, like a Vegas chapel. (laughs) (laughs) I was gonna suggest asking Ubo what he wanted. Yeah. Uh, If at some point during this travel, I I think Trent would probably say a couple of words of encouragement, like. Come on, big guy, you got it. Just, you know, that type of thing. Because he would look sluggish. I, I, no matter how brave a face Ubo would be putting on it, he's dying, literally. So, and, oh, go ahead. Sorry. I was just about to ask how weak he is at this point. Quite. Like, we're probably talking three levels of exhaustion. He, like, he, like, he's very ill. So, Maddie will take him by the arm and, like, wrap her arm around his arm and then just pull him off to the side and then keep holding on to him because he probably obviously needs the support at this point. But I can imagine Ubo putting up a brave front, pretending like he doesn't need someone to help him, but 
maybe he leans into her? Uh, yeah, if, if it, if it kind of became like, if, if he was kind of like out of sight of the others, I think he'd be more inclined to do that. Okay. Yeah. Cause it, it once they reach the town, she'll just be like, um, I'm going to talk to Ubo guys and then grab his arm and then walk in a direction just along the edges of the town. And then once they're far enough away, she's going to just, they're ambling along, probably going pretty slow. So, what's the plan? Um, so, is uh, I, I just not exactly knowing the scale of the map that I'm looking at here, can, can I, from the outskirts of Dern Hollow, see the blistering peaks to the south? This would be... Oh, man. Um, you would be able to probably make them out in the distance. Like, it mm-hmm. would be, yeah, like, far on the horizon. Okay. Um, so... Uvo kind of looks out in that direction um, and says, um, I know you all thought we could go to Aubrey for help, but I will not be Ubo by then and I do not know how long I could go without drinking like they do and I will not do it so whether by sun or by starving it is time for me to go. I... I figured that's what you'd want to do. I... I know you wouldn't want to... live that way. <sighs> well... you always did... do you remember after... I fought the slavers and endangered the group? You you promised that we would see the sun together on the mountains. Um Ubo Ubo kind of looks away when you say that or when uh, when Maddie says that and says you you all have things to do things that things that can't wait. Let me let me walk alone. I will I will go to the peaks and you will all continue. Maddie's going to pull him closer because she's still holding his arm. You made a promise. We'll see that sun together. Um, Even if if it's just us. And then Maddie's actually going to wipe away a tear. I think this for the very first, probably the very first time in front of anyone in the party, um, Ubo even starts to tear up a little. Um, and he says, I've already let you all down so many times now. Don't, don't let me put you off 
your goals even longer. I don't think you know how much it would mean to me to be there for you, Ubo. So please let me do this thing for you, okay? Please. It's the last thing I could do for you. I I just want to stop hurting people. Then don't break your promise. We're gonna she's gonna wipe her eyes. We're gonna go and see the sun on the mountain together, okay? Uh Ubo will nod quietly. And then my dust returns to the mountain. Yes. Let's, um... Ubo will actually just wrap his arms around Maddie and hug her at that point. Maddie will cling to Ubo and silently cry. No sobbing, just silently cry. Can I ask a question? Is the plan to temporarily leave the group? Or... Have the group wait in Durn Hollow? What would you be telling everyone? I think I, I think Ubo would assume they're going to basically present this to the party and say, "Look, I, I won't hold a thing against any of you if you stay here." Um, but I'm determined to do this, and Maddie reminded me I have a promise to keep, and so that at least that many of us are going to do this. Yes. How, let's say that they're presenting this to the group, how would the group react? Donovan's Donovan's not making eye contact. He's sort of looking off the side on the ground. And Bose's fists are clenched. There's no way you're going to make it in time if I don't go with you. And we... I made a promise to you back in Winterhaven. This isn't how it was supposed to go down, but you asked us if any of us would turn into some sort of undead monster, we'd put each, put each other down. I don't know which gods kind of funny prank this is, but I'm well, I'm going to have to follow through with it because this is what you want This, if this brings you peace if this is the only way I can bring you peace then I'll, I'll be there Ubo will walk up to uh, Donovan and do the kind of medieval fantasy like wrist handshake thing you guys know what I'm picturing right? I yeah. love it, I love it. Oh, yeah. um, and we'll look him in the eye and say <laughs> I would have done the same for you uh, Donovan kind of like rise, raises an eyebrow and then makes eye contact with Ubo and he smiles 
and just says nothing. Just a genuine smile. Ambin walks up to Ubo. We started this together. I think it's only fitting that we finish it, too. Ubo nods at that and looks to uh, Aster and Masoka. Yeah. Yeah, I... I don't know if I agree, but I respect your choice in this, and you're a good person, Ubo. Um, and also, just quick question: Is like Clifford here when all this is happening? Yeah, I. Okay. I think he understands. I by now, I would think that Ubo's stance has been made pretty clear like he probably like he would try a couple of times like there might have been a discussion at some point where Clifford tried to sidle up next to Ubo and talk to him that you know he went through the same thing I doubt Ubo would be too receptive about it yeah Um. so I think I think it would kind of peter out after that where he gets that something's very wrong but like he doesn't quite get the gravity of it. Yeah, yeah. Just thinking is like like when um Donovan like said like undead monster, Master probably kind of winces a little bit. <laughs> so that's but it's like, okay, well after this happens, maybe we should have a talk with Clifford of some sort. They don't really know how to handle that, but if that's something to deal with after. Um, I guess Masoka will walk up, <clears throat> sort of be kind of awkwardly, just sort of like scratching his neck or whatever. Just be like, uh, you know, when I first met you, I didn't understand why you wouldn't just settle for being one of us. You wanted to impress the orcs and make a name for yourself there <clears throat> but I think I see now that it's just this unwavering pride you have about who you are and uh, well I think there could be some good benefits to this I mean Clifford's doing pretty good um, I, I can't do anything else but respect you for what you want to do, so I, I would be honored if I could come along too. Uh, Ubo nods that that's okay, but he also adds, "It is not just pride, Masoka. It is everything I know about what it is to live and what it is." Do not betray life. I wish uh, maybe I could have got to know you a little better and you could have imparted some of that wisdom on me. Uh, Ubo kind of chuckles despite himself at that. And he says, the last several weeks... I think I have done some things that prove 
I am not as wise as I wanted everyone to think I was. And and a lot of those things I did not because I thought I had some good idea about how to fix what I did wrong, but that I was so, so desperate to stop being at fault for the things I messed up that I picked things that had risks I never should have taken to try to stop feeling bad by making things right. And now it is almost a relief that the bad outcome fell on me instead of one of you or Clarissa or someone else. It finally did just land on me. So now we fix this one. The one that's all me. So the one that I can fix for sure. Clifford would, I, I, I think, sheepishly approach. Because again, he, he understands that this has a ring of finality to it, but I don't, I don't think he quite understands why you wouldn't just go with it. Like it's like, yeah, yeah, but it gets better. It's fine. Like it, he doesn't get it, but he would, um, he would approach and put a hand on Ubo's arm. I'm really sorry. I know you don't want to be like me. And I'm sorry you didn't get a choice either. Um, Ubo still can't really like bring himself to talk to this kid so much, but he will just like look at him and just like nod with kind of a stone face at that. Right. I think under the circumstances, this is kind of one of those galvanizing group moments I was talking about. And I think I'm going to give you guys your second <laughs> travel die. Okay, let's save it. Okay. When would you guys be taking off? Like, after a quick restock? Yeah, I, that's, I mean, that's probably the best way to try to get this done before Ubo gets too compromised. Yeah. Um, alright. Let's, uh, oh boy, let's do a thing. So are we staying tonight instead of leaving? I think you're leaving. Oh, we're leaving. Yeah, okay. Like good. a quick restock and then, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Perfect. Are we trying to get there for dawn, or is that way too far? It's way too far. I mean, I was joking, but we could very well be <clears throat> using our travel dice. Would you guys dice. like to do that? I mean, I think it's Any, appropriate. A flight now would just be wrong. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, Rob, would you do the honors? Yeah, D4, right? Yep. Hey! (laughs) There's another four. All right. Two and a half days. You're going to head south through the Pyre Forest, a less populated um, portion of the forest. And... You're going to head into the hills, and I would say you'd reach um, the Blistering Peaks. And it is 4.30 a.m. on the 6th of Ferryor. Wait, we were on the 29th. Yeah, and then you guys traveled four days. We were on the 29th of Ferryor. Oh, not fairy. Alta Orn. Sorry. Alta Orn. Alta Orn. Okay. I was like, wait, what? We went back in time. Nope. Alta Orn. My bad. Okay. Okay. My mistake. So it is the 6th of Alta Orn. 4.30 in the morning. At this point, you are all but carrying Ubo. Oof. Trent would have said goodbye in Durn Hollow. Um, he has some things to attend to. He would be, I mean, he didn't get to know Ubo as well, but he would wish him luck. And you kind of get the sense that there's that rock bottom moment someone has where they realize, I have fucked up my life a lot. And I might need to do something about that. Aster will definitely let him keep the crossbow and probably even give him like at least like <laughs> 10 gold or something. They just they have been there themselves. and yeah, You could tell that means a lot to him because mm-hmm. I think it's I, I almost feel like he's being he's gotten used to being written off as kind of a piece of shit. Like mm-hmm. It, you know, like just it's like yeah, that's what I'm worth, and he's getting like he's realizing maybe it isn't that bad, and he really mm-hmm. appreciates that. Yeah, yeah. Two and a half days later, blistering peaks. Is there anything you'd like to say to Ubo before the sun rises? Amvin does. Uh, I go up to Ubo. I stare at him and I say, you know, I don't blame you for anything. And I appreciate everything you've brought to this group. Thank you. And I'll put my hand out. Um, I guess, yeah, Ubo, if he has the strength, will clasp Ambin's hand back. Um, and mm, 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 this puts it's a weird opportunity. Um, Go with it. Yeah, but I don't. I don't. What were you thinking? 
Well, no, I'm, I'm debating whether Ubo wants to really, really dwell on what he did to get Amvin back to life uh, right now. Um, like... I mean, and there, there, there's a whole there's a whole thing here about of of like what Ubo did to do this in the first place was also counter to his druid beliefs. But he, in his weakness of will, was so desperate to resolve his own guilt about Ambin's death that he betrayed his own beliefs. Um, but I don't know I don't know how that manifests when you're dying of vampirism on a mountain, right? Like I don't. I don't know how that manifests a conversation. Um, just, I, I guess, like, there, there's this moment of hesitation in Ubo as he's looking into Ambin's eyes, as though he has like almost like a like a like a five minute spiel that he want to get off his chest, but then instead he just looks at Ambin and says. Live well, Amvin. Live well. Amvin nods. No more words are needed. Um, I don't know if we all get a shot at this, but um, Donovan would... I think <laughs> so. Sure I think we do. Yeah. <laughs> Donovan will approach Hubo very softly uh, and unless you don't allow him to but he'll like cup your face with his hands both hands and he'll just whisper let me give you one one last gift that you can bring with you in the afterlife please allow me to and unless you stop him he would give you a Soft kiss on the lips. The lips. Hmm. <laughs> you don't have to. Ubo gets weird about handshakes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, do orcs even do kissing? I mean, probably not how Donovan does kissing. <laughs> <laughs> it's a soft kiss on the lips. He just hugged Maddie, Maddie back for the first time. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm just taking advantage that you're too weak to defend uh, yourself. Oh, no. is <laughs> a bad person. <laughs> Surprise. Um, <laughs> Ubo, Ubo literally, literally all Ubo says after you do that is... Okay. <laughs> oh, that's real good. Yeah, Donovan will smile and he'll back away, and uh, yeah, tears will well up in his eyes. That's better than you will be my first meal. So, <laughs> I will eat you to hide my shame. Uh, no, <laughs> <laughs> no witnesses. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what. Masoka would do. Um, it's probably all very strange for him. He, like, I mean, him and Ubo had some some quips, but he's not. Hmm. 
Yeah, there was there was kind of like a like a bit of a running gag for a while of like Ubo being like, aha, so you were acting the fool to stop yeah. them. <laughs> <laughs> but we haven't done that in a while. Yeah. I think he would at least want to shake his hand. You know, just to just to show his respect. And uh and 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 that he was happy to be a part of his team. Uh, Ubo, Ubo will accept that and will this happening in the order that it did. will say to Masoka, um, (laughs) look out for Donovan. Make sure he doesn't kiss his way into trouble. (laughs) (laughs) He, yeah, he'll give a, He'll give a big smile and he'll nod. I don't know what Aster. They're probably similar to Donovan. I mean, um, Masoka. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> well, that so wasn't expected. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> everyone, line up. I didn't expect them to do that. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, but just probably, yeah, like a handshake kind of thing like the arm graspy sort of stuff but not too firmly because he's kind of dying which is kind of sad um oh yeah and just it was i wasn't too thrilled having you around at first but it was good when me went out hunting and going through the woods and stuff you belong out here. Uh, Ubo nods and says back to Aster, you always fought well. Thanks, and good luck wherever you're headed next. So, is Ubo even standing I'm picturing Ubo kind of propped up against a rock. Like, yeah, yeah, just like kind of, kind of sitting limp propped up against a rock, um, facing the, facing where the sun will rise. Yeah. So after everyone says their piece, Maddie's going to sit down next to him and look out towards the horizon and say to Ubo, sunrises were always my favorite. I would look forward to it every day. And even even before a monitor. Because no matter how dark the light, the night was, there's always light. So I'm glad we could have this moment together, Ubo. Um and she'll grab his hand and hold it. Will that will that like burn her when I start to Immolate. Probably, but she has gloves. She'll be okay at first. <laughs> um, Ubo's, there, there's a moment where Ubo's torn here because, like, his his vision for this was okay. Now I'm going to tell everyone else to face the sunrise in front of me so they don't have to watch this happen. And then once the sun has risen to their satisfaction, they can just go and don't have to watch this happen to me. Um, but now 
like as it's happening, even believing what he believes about, you know, the cycle of life and death and, and his ashes returning to the mountain and all this, um, Ubo, there still is a little like fear and regret of this being the end of life in Ubo. Um, so he's, there's a, there's a brief moment where he considers telling her what he intended to tell her, which is like, okay, now everyone go in front of me and just watch the sunrise. And when you look back, I'll be gone kind of thing. Um, but instead of telling her to go away, he just holds her hand and watches the horizon. This is probably the most moderate weather you guys have had in a while up on this mountaintop. There's, um, there's a wonderful breeze that kind of sweeps through your hair every once in a while. Um, I would imagine helmets are off and things, and you can actually hear the trees rustling behind you, and you're seeing that faint, faint orange hue on the distant horizon. And as you guys are saying your goodbyes, and Maddie has Ubo's hand clenched in hers, Ubo's going to see the first rays of light. And just as that starts to creep up in the sky, Maddie's going to feel Ubo's hand go completely slack. And I think that's a good time for us to stop for the night. Yeah, I cried. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Good job, everybody. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Rob, Susan, I'm seriously incredible. Guys, did amazing. Yeah, Susan. Incredible. Good, good, good mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. Put, oh, no, Rob, you did so good. <laughs> you, you put me, you put me in a pretty emotional spot there with how you, how you played Maddie. So nice job. Good job, Azubo. <laughs> like for real. Oh. oh. Okay. <laughs>